Gavin Whitridge, 5th Duke of Bainton, requests the honour of your presence at a ball. Wednesday, February 5th, 1812. Dances begin at 10pm. A cold supper will be provided. RSVP Menheim House. Dragons. London, 1801. Charlene's father was rarely at home, so having him promise to spend the whole evening with her was a treat. She and her parents had eaten dinner together, and her mother had even splurged and allowed her father to light a fire in the sitting room hearth to stave off the cold damp. Cuddled into her father, who lay stretched out on some pillows on the floor before the fire, her eight-year-old self was as still as she could be, so she would not miss a word of the story her father was telling. She liked books, and she enjoyed her mother's stories, but her favourites were always those her father told. He shared tales of adventure and sometimes magic. There were elves and fairies and evil spirits like banshees and little devils. Tonight he spoke of a noble prince who slew the dragon terrorising the kingdom of a beautiful princess. In the end, they married and everyone in the kingdom came to their wedding and danced. Like they came to your wedding feast? Charlene asked. Oh, this was grander than what your mother and I had. We only had a village, he answered. Why didn't the princess slay the dragon, Papa? Her mother laughed, a bitter sound. Yes, Dern, why must it always be a prince who wins the day? Because, my love, that is the way of the world. He mimicked her mother's tone, and Charlene began to regret asking her question. Men slay dragons. And if they don't, Dern? Her mother pressed, leaning forward in the chair where she sat, her legs covered with blankets. What if they can't or refuse to slay the dragon eating us up from the inside? Then what happens to the princess? Anger pulsated in the air, as dangerous as a dragon who could devour a whole village. Charlene clenched her father's jacket. Her father covered her hand with his, its warmth reassuring. Be at peace, Julie, he said to her mother. You are upsetting our lovely Shah. He pressed a kiss on her forehead, and Charlene let herself relax in this haven of his comforting presence. I just want you to be my prince, Dern. And I am, Julie, I try. Her mother's mouth opened as if she would say something, and then she looked away without speaking, her brow furrowed in concern. I want to marry you, Papa, Charlene chimed in, anxious for there to be peace. Then her father would stay with them always and not disappear for days, sometimes weeks at a time. Charlene wanted no more of the arguments that sent her mother into tears. Her father liked her comment. He gently pulled her braid and laughed. You can't marry me, Poppet. Then who shall I marry? She asked. The question, suddenly important. He leaned close and whispered in her ear advice she would never forget. Marry the man who slays a dragon for you, my little love. That is the man you can trust and don't settle for anyone less. There are no dragons in London, Papa. There are but one does not see them immediately, he answered. They come upon us, unawares. His voice trailed off into silence, one that was heavy with sadness for both her parents, and Charlie knew it was her fault. She should not have pestered her father with talk of dragons, 
why everyone knew dragons were evil and evil thrived on unhappiness. That is what her mother said. Charlene started to ask for another story, one that would take away the sorrow in the room, but it was too late. Her father gently slid his arm out from under her head and came to his feet. I must go out. He spoke to her mother. Don't wait for me. Her mother nodded, accepting, angry. Charlene did not want to accept. She jumped to her feet, tears coming to her eyes. No, Papa, don't go, stay. I won't ask any more questions. You can be right here with Mother and me. He tilted her head up to look at him. Tears, Charlene. Tears don't solve anything. He dried her cheek with the pad of his thumb. He was a handsome man. From him, she'd received her white blonde hair and blue eyes. And I do want you to ask questions. It is what I adore about you. Now, be good and mind your mother. I have a dragon to slay. He patted her head and left the room as he had time and time again. Except this night was different. This night, the dragon destroyed the prince.